everyone and welcome back to the Just Interesting People podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. My name is Rosie and I'm here with my co-host and husband Jeremy as usual. Today we are talking to Sam. So in today's episode we are really happy to have Sam back in the show. We first recorded an episode in May 2020. I will leave the link in the show notes so you can check it out. Uh, at the time Sam was running a video agency company. So he was basically going places filming videos for clients uh, and then COVID happened and the world stops, you know, so he wasn't able to go film anything anymore. Sam explained to us how he managed to pivot his business to a video editing company and put system in place so the business can pretty much run without him. Enjoy the show. Sam, welcome back. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> I'm excited. We did say one year ago that we will have you back on every single year to follow your growth. So we are making it happen. And I'm, I'm glad that we are doing it because a lot happened during this past 12 or 13 months. Uh, so we have a lot of things to catch up. Uh, but yeah, thank you for taking the time again. Um, maybe like if you haven't listened to the first episode, guys, uh, Sam is a 20... You're 21 now, right? Yep, 20 21 now. Yeah. <laughs> You're 21 years old from Milwaukee, entrepreneur. Uh, you dropped out of college and you've been enjoying your entrepreneurial journey since you've been 18 years old. You start, You had multiple ventures. I'll let people check out your <laughs> podcast, Instagram and everything. Um, when we spoke last year, it was literally, I think, at the beginning of COVID, just at mm -hmm. the beginning um and at this time you were running a video media agency so you mm -hmm. were filming stuff doing content for people and suddenly the world shut down you can't see people in real life anymore so you can't film what went through your head when that happened <laughs> yeah so um I, viv I vividly remember like conversations I was having with myself and like journal entries and like videos I was making at the time because um, before COVID we were doing a lot of in-person videography um, shoots so in-person stuff interviews big events and that's really the space we were owning but then um, once COVID hit we were really forced to uh, change and pivot and uh, adapt really quickly because all in-person things got shut down um, and I knew it was going to get shut down for at least the next 12 months so um, that was the time that I essentially moved into my new place which was in hindsight it worked out but it was logistically probably the worst decision I could make to move into a new place with uh, pretty much no income coming in because I had to change my whole business model but I like pressure uh, and pressure makes <laughs> diamonds so I knew I had to figure it out so that's when essentially um, I decided to launch my own um, editing company within um, within like the social media personal branding space. So um, if you think about like podcasters or YouTubers, um, making those clips into TikToks and Instagrams and LinkedIn's and uh, really just being obsessed over the video editing process, that's really the space that I saw the most opportunity in because I could build a fully remote team and productize that kind of like service offering. I'm still within blank slate. Um, so I never, I never, I was never, I never needed to like start a full new business from scratch, but it was right. pretty much just a full new service from scratch. Mm. Um, so I just got to work in March of 2020 and launched that. And for the first probably seven to eight months, I was spending so much time like 
trying to build an editing team and communicating with my clients and like learning how to get clients again in different, different ways and different aspects. But, um, about eight, nine months in, I, I found a um, really solid editing partner to handle a lot of the editing execution, and we partnered together. Um, and ever since that, so that took us to like November of 2020, um, everything has been pretty pretty automated um, since then. So I've built a really, really solid team around me, which now I've been able to um, come as close as possible to firing myself from my business as far as uh <laughs> I, I don't need to be in the business to make it run and grow on a day-to-day uh, standpoint. And that's been my only focus over the past probably 15, 16 months now since um, COVID was, was first announced to the, to the <laughs> world, if you will. Uh, so yeah, it's been a crazy past, uh, past few months. And um, I've been able to just pretty much like lock myself in this, in this apartment for the last 14 months to build a business from scratch and kind of implement everything I've learned over the past three, four years into this past year year um and it's grown pretty quickly so super excited to um kind of see what's see what's next and just keep growing okay that's insane you're 21 (laughs) you can basically fire yourself and still make a living and do what you want like what (laughs) do you ever like pat yourself on the back and be like holy shit I'm awesome because that's amazing I try I try to I I know I'm pretty awesome and I love myself so (laughs) that's something I've I've really been trying to do more of is like yo I I love my life because I built it the way I've wanted to and it's so hard to for anyone to give themselves credit because when you're so far into the day-to-day no matter what you're doing it's hard to reflect and like Oh, I'm actually doing stuff that I like to do, and I'm actually building stuff. So that that's across the board, just human nature that none of us like to give ourselves credit, <laughs> and we're we're all our worst uh, worst own critics. So yeah, I try, but appreciate that. Good. <laughs> so when um, COVID started last year, how many employees or partners did you have with you in the team? Um, I had essentially one other partner. Um, and just a company I was using for, for video editing. So really just one internal uh, partner okay. and then just a bunch of um, other like contractors, companies and, and such. And before that, you, would, you were doing all the editing yourself or you had a team already, you had connection to do all the editing stuff? Yeah, so it was, a, it was definitely a mix of both. When I started in 2018 through like 19, I was doing a lot of the editing myself. Then I brought on uh, my buddy Tyler, and Tyler helped me with a lot of the filming and editing side of things. Um, so we, we just grew it together, just us two, um, from like early 2019 to early 2020. And then I started looking for uh, more like editing partners and everything. So that's when I just started hiring like, different editing services and different editing right. companies. I never really wanted to build it in-house. I've tried it in the past, but it's just expensive and it didn't really work out. Um, so uh, again, I'm, I'm a big fan of just outsourcing work to other companies and other agencies like that. Um, so that's, that's essentially what um, I started doing um, during that time. Yeah. And it's interesting because, I mean, I'm, no one was ready for what happened. Uh, it, it doesn't matter what kind of degree you had, um, how much, how many years of experience you had. No one went through anything similar, right? So it it was new for everyone. Uh, but I mean, you're still young, so you have obviously less experience than you know some entrepreneur or whatever. Uh, did you honestly b- believe that 
maybe you, you're fucked. Like maybe you're not going to find a way or you are you confident in your abilities and in your skills that you, you would find a way to change things and, and make it make it work. Honestly. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, I honestly, I knew I was going to make it work. And if I knew it wouldn't work, I wouldn't have signed a 12 month lease for my first apartment <laughs> ever. So I, I moved out of my parents' house to this apartment and it's a big two bed, two bath. And uh, I was making zero money at the time in the business. So I'm like, I'm going to figure this out or I can't pay rent. Um, did it logistically make sense? Financially make sense? Make sense in any aspect? Absolutely not. Um, but it's, it's one of those things where I've, I've always loved putting pressure on myself in a, in a healthy way. Still definitely, uh, bites me in the ass sometimes as far as just putting <laughs> too much pressure on yourself. And I think that's pretty, pretty congruent to a lot of people, but I, I love that pressure. And I love, um, I love needing to build something really quickly and implementing everything I've learned, um, into one thing. And again, the, the pandemic was definitely a blessing in disguise, um, minus all of the all of the negative that that happened there's still so many opportunities within this time and um i i very rarely get to lock myself into in a room for a year essentially and build something and implement everything i've learned um in my kind of entrepreneurship journey so far and obviously in like uh, excuse my tangent, but I know these conversations are pretty free flowing. So I'm just, I'm just going to go and yeah. cut me off if you want. <laughs> um, but in, uh, in school, I think it's so interesting because like we have these different subjects that we learn and, um, we, we study for this test and then, then the test comes or the exam comes, the final comes, and then you can implement everything you've uh, learned throughout studying, throughout homework, throughout all of that. But in life, there's no real, like, tests at the end of the day there's just life uh, and it's not like we pass or fail a certain test so um i i never really knew what i knew until i had to implement it and that's what i learned like starting this new kind of like editing venture um in again march of of last year now i could finally implement everything i've been learning over the past three four uh four years of building businesses in entrepreneurship to one specific thing and see how fast it's, it's grown. So, um, I'm, I'm really excited about that and I'm, I'm really proud of what we've just built as a team, um, and the team I've built around me. So they, they crush it. I definitely wouldn't be able to do any of this without them, but, um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a wild, wild journey so far, but we'll see what the, the next step is. But again, it's, it's nice having, kind of your work pay off in a sense as far as just what you've what you've learned so far for sure yeah we, we talked about that with rosie a few times uh in private i think like every time you start something new uh and actually the outcome doesn't even matter if it succeeds or he fails but you always learn things along the way like you like we were talking about that with Rosie's photography business. Like one day you're going to learn like some technical skills and then you're going to learn some marketing skills and then you're going to learn how to build a website and then it's going to be, you know, how to get some clients. And one day you're going to start a blog or podcast and, and, and you get skills. And, and then one day, I guess you find your things click together. You can bring everything together and, and, and it's quite interesting and cool to see how much you know, actually, because because you know a lot, but you, you, you said that at the beginning, most of the time we don't take the time to step back and reflect on how much we grew, we learned and, and how much we know when looking at, okay, if I lock myself into a room for six, eight months 
and put everything I've got there, I can actually build something amazing. And that's, that's, that's just an amazing achievement. Um, and yeah, all those failures that, that you had before, because I don't know how many business you, you, you started. I think you said seven or eight in, in one of your recent TikTok or whatever. Um, but you've learned every time. And yeah, without that, you would, you would have not been able to create the company you have today, probably. So, yeah, absolutely. A lot, lot of failures, a lot of mistakes. But again, I, I don't view any of those as actual failures. If, if I took something from them, if I learned yeah. something from it, it's just all part of the process as cliche as that sounds. It's, it's true. Yeah. Um, do you think that without COVID, uh, what what was your your goal like with your company before COVID? Did you did you just wanted to grow the company and stay into the realm that you were, or you you already had a, the idea in mind of you know automating stuff to detach yourself from the business? Yeah, so I've I've tried to build an editing company uh, two or three times in the past um, mm. because it's it being a personal creator um, first there editing was always one of my biggest uh, challenges that I faced personally. So I will always be a client of my own business and I, I will always be the first client of any business I start. So that's when I, I kind of just flirted with the idea of like, hey, the editing business sucks. Like I, I personally hate editing um, and there's no real good companies out there. Um, so I'm just going to build my own. Uh, and that's really what my mindset was coming into it. Um, every, every time I've tried to start, I just couldn't figure out like the pieces to scale it, um, the team to scale it. But then this time around, it was kind of like, uh, kind of like life or death uh, over dramatized, dramatic dramatized I don't I don't know what I'm trying to say but it's not actual <laughs> life or death but it's hey uh will I be able to pay rent at the end of the month um or not and that's what this is based on um so this time around was just much different of like yo I'm going to figure this out um I don't care how long it takes but I'm I'm gonna do it and yeah my main goal was to build a company still center on the creator economy and capitalizing on everyone's a creator now. Um, so I wanted to build a company then. I wanted to be able to travel. I wanted to be able to have the whole thing run remote. Um, and if I get hit by a bus or a meteor tomorrow, um, the company would still still grow and I don't need to attach my name directly to it. And the company doesn't need um, need my name in a sense. So that's really been the main, the main goal over the past, again, 14, 15 months. I love you said that you're your own client, like your very first client, because I think that's so important in business is to find something that you like that's missing or something that you would use because then you kind of understand what needs to be done and how it needs to work for the clients and how, I don't know how to price it, how to figure it out. Like once you figure out something, the problem that you have and find a solution, that's when the best businesses work because you already have yourself as the guinea pig to kind of try it out. And there's obviously loads of other people that need that service as well. So I think that's a great lesson for anybody else listening is to find something that you have a problem with and try and find a solution. Yeah. You know, <laughs> Tal that. Talking, talking <laughs> about editing YouTube video, Rosie. Yeah, you know what you're talking about. Oh my God. <laughs> it can take me like a whole day sometimes to do one video and it's not even that good. It's literally just chopping and pasting and whatever. Ugh. Yeah, I need to get on your service. Yeah, <laughs> we need we'll, to talk. We'll, we'll talk after this. Yeah. Again, I was, I was spending eight, nine, 10, 12 hours a day editing. And I'm like, there's gotta be a, a better, a better way to do this. And, um, 
so if you don't if you don't find a solution to your problem, you should probably just make that solution uh, mm. if you're if you want to. So mm. that's kind of what I did. <laughs> so you make it sound like really easy. <laughs> Appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> but it must have been pretty stressful. I mean, even if like you know you have the skills and everything, but I mean, it did take times, like you said, for a start. It's not like something created in a month or in four weeks. Um, yeah. And and it must have taken like a lot of work. Um, when you're like locked into your apartment in the middle of COVID last last summer, working, I don't know, like 14, 16 hours a day for I don't know how many weeks, um, like how, how, like on a more like personal level, like did you, you get up, did you get caught into your own shit, you know, like did you feel lose, lost into it or, or, or you, you had the mental capacity to detach yourself and actually stay sane? <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I pretty much went nuts before COVID, like end of 2019, early 2020. Um, that was really my like lowest point of just not really knowing like where my business was at and like relationships around me were, were struggling. And like I really didn't know like where I almost like fit in. And like I had this brand and I had this company, but like nothing was really moving together. I mean, I just felt like kind of like out of sync, out of place. So um, even like it, and again, uh, COVID was kind of like a, or just being quarantined was kind of a blessing in disguise because I knew like, okay, here are the changes I need, I need to make. I really need to just dive, dive deeper into what I want in life. And, um, do I, do I want to build a business and need to work 14, 15, 16 hours a day? Does that get me excited? And, uh, my answer was no, like I love I love the process of building, building a company and putting these pieces into place and seeing how fast I can build something and actually helping other people out and being of service to other people. Um, but I didn't want that to come at the cost of my mental health. And like, quite frankly, like, yeah, I've sat behind a computer for 16 straight hours building this, but is that my ideal day? No, my ideal day is uh, work a little bit, answer any meetings, uh, go snowboard quite a bit, go hike outside, um, and work maybe a few hours or maybe work five or six hours a week. Like right now, that's kind of the transition I've been working towards. And that was kind of my intention before COVID. Um, and that really helped me like be sane because I knew like world was shutting down. Uh, no one had really any expectations for you to do anything during COVID almost. Yeah. It's like, yo, everyone's just watching Netflix shows and Hulu shows and movies and, uh, which I loved Katie and I, my girlfriend binge watched pretty much the whole Marvel series, uh, like for the first <laughs> time. So I'm, I'm not saying like we did not watch, watch movies and just like hang out, but I just went into it with such a different just expectation and like level of pressure for myself. Like, I wasn't really putting a lot of like stress on me. Yes, I was putting pressure on, mm. hey, I need to build this business to, to live and, and survive. Um, but I knew like the worst comes to worst, this business fails, I can't pay rent, I need to move out and I go move back with my parents. Like that, that was kind of just level of thinking uh, I had. Like I didn't care if I lost anything or everything. Um, I was just gonna give this my all. So I really didn't put a lot of uh, like, unneeded stress on, on myself. And, 
Um, it's weird to think about it, but yeah, like throughout the process, it hasn't been easy, but I've enjoyed almost every bit of it because it's made me such a better business owner and leader and boyfriend and just friend and family member throughout this whole process, which is, mm -hmm. uh, again, you get a chance to just evaluate the most important things to you and working 16 hours a day on a business and almost becoming a, an employee or slave of your own business does not excite me. So um, that's something I've always tried to, I guess, keep close of like, yo, I'm going to work as much as I want to work. If I want to work five hours this week, I'm going to find a way to work five hours this week um, and build everything around me so I can do that. So just different mindset, different perspective, but it's been a, a wild past, uh, past 14, 15 months, but definitely learned a lot. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah. Uh, uh Obviously, I, I, I follow you on your socials and everything. And one other thing I've noticed also, you, you during this time, you are working a lot, but you are also taking time for yourself in terms of like you're working, waking up super early, meditating, going for a run or to the gym, working out, reading books or listening to podcasts. Like you you were still taking care of yourself uh, quite a lot, actually, yeah. um, which I'm sure helped <laughs> a ton uh, the 14 hours after when you need to work. Um, yeah, it's it always blew my mind like how much mature you are. Twenty one, like, it's just insane. Like the the level of maturity and and awareness that you have at your age is it's amazing. Honestly, uh, I mean, apart from like your skills, your entrepreneurial skills and everything, that's one thing. But just as a a human, you know, like personal <laughs> level, like the I'm impressed. Honestly, I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. <laughs> like the. The, the work you did is, is insane at this age. I love it. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I, I love what you said about what's the worst that can happen. I can't pay my rent and I move back to my parents. Yeah, not that bad, actually. Not, not that much of a risk when you think about it. No. Because you have a real loving family as well, so you'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm incredibly you know. grateful for, for that opportunity and the relationship yeah. I've, I've built with my, with my parents, and I completely understand that not everyone is like that, but again, everyone has specific situations they can capitalize on, so it's, it's just not being afraid to kind of like chase those, chase those dreams, again, as cliche as that sounds, but it's, it's true. Like if, if you have a dream, if you have a passion, or if you're interested in something, like explore that. And what is the worst that, worst that can happen? Like someone in your life will take you, take you under your, your wing. Or if you reach out to people, like chances are people, there's a lot of good people out there, but, uh, you usually need to reach out to them first. They're not just going to reach out to you. So it's kind of yeah. taking that action to almost building that network and support system around you and realizing, um, some people will come into your life just naturally and it's just happenstance. But for the most part, you need to take action and take initiative to build that network and build that support system around you. So that's, that's a huge, huge helper, especially, um, during COVID, but even, even post COVID, like everyone needs a support system in, in some way. So build that. For sure. I think it was interesting what Jeremy was saying about, um, you know, what's the worst that can happen. I think oftentimes people think, oh, I couldn't possibly do that without really thinking about why or why not or what, you know, well, okay, what would happen? And then what? And then what? And then what? And if you kind of go through that whole list and you get to the very end and it's like, and then what? It's never really that bad. Like it's I did, never I, really I as bad as what? I did the exercise last year. Yeah. I, and I wrote it down actually. Uh, I was reading quitting, the... Right? Yeah, I was reading the the four-hour work week, 
And one of the exercises at the end of a chapter was that. was like, if you have a dream, if you want to do something, like literally write it down and write down what's the worst that can happen. And I, I did write it down because I was thinking about quitting my job and leaving Miami and everything. And and yeah, I just took the time for it. I took like an hour and I, I wrote it down. Like what's the worst that can happen financially, like in terms of, you know, housing and relationships and everything. And yeah, at the end, at the end of the day, you know, if we fail, like, we'll still have some money on the side and we have both of us have parents that can help us out and give us a roof and a bedroom if we need it you know like this and and the worst scenario we are just gonna travel the world for 18 months <laughs> see amazing things and at the end of it i'll have to get a job that's the worst case scenario well I'll, I'll risk it <laughs> Yeah, it's not, that it's not bad. that bad. <laughs> yeah, it's not that no. bad. <laughs> There's worse things in life. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't so, agree more. Yeah, but like, yeah, th that's that's such a really, really interesting exercise to do and to actually write it down. I think everyone should go through it and it really helped change pers perspective. Because if you listen to people, if you listen to, to some people, like you're going to get caught into the, you know, the, the society and everything. And if you don't have the right circle around you, uh, you you'll never know what you love ever yeah just be miserable the whole life <laughs> i love that so, um when you eventually found the magic recipe <laughs> and things came together uh i've noticed that for the past six months you've been loving enjoying your life like living your dream life like traveling constantly um yeah can you tell us about the we world now now you can enjoy it yeah um a there's no magic recipe <laughs> no I, fig <laughs> I figured out um the system just at the at the end of the day like happiness comes from within and we we aren't guaranteed another another hour on this planet um we never know like when our time is up so that's kind of the biggest mindset shift I've made of like, yo, time is limited. I'm going to live the fuck out of my life uh, and I'm going to do everything I've ever wanted to do as fast as possible um, while I, I still can. Because again, you never know when, when you can't have those opportunities or you can't do those things. So yeah, I'm, I've been traveling a ton. I've been snowboarding a ton this winter. I've been <laughs> hanging out with friends and partying a little bit and trying to stay safe from COVID. And uh, things are, again, I just, I just view life as kind of a big game and so many people are playing it based on everyone else's rules and guidelines and path. And I, I don't find enjoyment in that. I, I would much rather try to, uh, whatever cliche phrase you want to input here, but blaze your own trail, follow your own, make your own trends, whatever. Um, like I'm just excited about life because I realize like no one can tell me really what to do. I should probably take suggestions from some people around me that are intelligent. Um, but at the end of the day, like I'm really like stepping into, this is my life. I'm just going to live it how I want to live it. Um, and hopefully I can inspire some people along the way, um, to do the same. But yeah, we, we, we're, we just grow up in a, in a society that, um, people tell you what to do all the time. And I, 
I'm not really about that. So <laughs> I, I would rather just tell myself what to do at the end of the day and then just listen to the smart people around me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, again, what's great is that you, you discovered you had this thing early on, uh, for us, it's coming 10 years later <laughs> compared to you, <laughs> but it's fine. It's better. I mean, you know, better now than later. And yeah, like, I mean, I know like things happen in life and suddenly you realize that actually we don't have an unlimited amount of time that we need to live life now. Uh, s sadly, we often realize that when some shit happen in our life, um, it doesn't naturally come sadly. Um, but but even like with COVID, that, that Rosie always says that. How many people from Europe, like in our family, friends and family, was like, oh, I'll come to see you in Miami next year. They never came because it's always next year. Like, why don't you come this year? Oh, because some bullshit excuses. Like, they could have come if they really wanted to. And they didn't. Mm -hmm. And now we're gone from Miami. Like, it's just a tiny example, but they could have made it. Like, you know, if they really wanted to. Like, you never know what's going to come next year. Like you yeah. never, never know on a personal level or on a fucking global <laughs> scale. <laughs> and I really hope people are going to realize that, that you have no idea what's going to be next summer like. like. We don't even know what's, what it's going to be like in a month, honestly, right now. So, yeah, live life now because nothing is guaranteed. Nothing. If, if we've learned something in 2020 is that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Uh, it's, yeah, that's crazy. So mm -hmm. I have a question. Yes. I'm going to put in Jeremy. So <laughs> you're, you've now said that you're, you know, you can work five to six hours a week if you want to, and you spend a lot of time enjoying your life. I love that for you, but I know you're an entrepreneur. <laughs> um, do you have plans for doing other businesses? Are you going to chill out for a couple of years and then maybe do that later? Like I can't see this being your only thing. I don't know if I'm wrong, <laughs> but I can see you like having. Yeah, I can't see you retiring and just chilling no. by the beach every day now. <laughs> I feel like entrepreneurs are the ones that kind of constantly have things on the go, constantly have new ideas and new projects and new things to get going with. So, if you want to share, do you have anything <laughs> on the back burner that you're waiting to get going with? Yeah, at the at the end of the day, I'm a creator. Like I love creating things, whether that's businesses or art forms or videos or um, anything like that. So, yeah, I I essentially want to um, exit the company I'm building right now. So I want to exit that within 12 months from now, and then collect a a nice check at the end of it and chill for a little bit. But in the meantime, uh, working on building a, our own creator house in LA. So um, securing a house out there um, with a few other uh, ventures I'm, I'm working on. So I really just all center on like the Gen Z space and helping the biggest brands in the world get connected to younger generations and uh, helping more, more young kids have kind of a seat at the table as far as helping them uh, share their voices and spread their voices and uh, essentially just create this whole uh, ecosystem and host the ecosystem. Uh, if any of these brands want to talk, talk Gen Z, talk young people. And then we're just super connected with the influencer world and big brand world and government world. So we're, we're kind of working ourselves into a cool, interesting position where we definitely want to want to capitalize on, on a lot of these things. So it'll be multifaceted, but, um, that's what I'll that's what I'll share right now. But in the, in the simplest terms, it'll be a it'll be a cool creator house with a lot of back end business engine behind it. So that's kind of awesome. the next next step of of my life. It's interesting because with the 
like the young people nowadays are making a living online and I feel like a lot of people in marketing are probably older and don't quite get that if you have a young person talking about whatever you're selling you could sell to way more people than if you have an advert <laughs> on TV or in a magazine or in the local newspaper do you know what I mean like yep. I feel like there's such a market there for what you're doing which is good you get my recommendation well done <laughs> <laughs> but in terms of like connecting the big brands to the influencers I feel like there are certain brands that are doing it but there's such a big gap there in terms of kids these days have a huge influence on people like you know we knew someone in Miami that had like I don't know two million followers on TikTok or something like if you connect them together with the big brands it's such a huge thing that's so new as well like you know the internet's been around I don't know 10 years 15 years how long has it been around I don't know that around there a bit more than that but it's only been (laughs) this last couple of years that people are actually making a living online from being themselves from not I don't know does that make sense I think it's great that it's so good yeah, we've really only seen like like creator economy, like actual social media side of things for the past decade, 15 years. I think MySpace came out like, I don't know, when did it, like AOL and MySpace come out? 15 years ago or so? Uh, yeah. I think yeah. Somewhere, yeah. somewhere around that timeline. But we, we're really just starting to see like, uh, like mass scale of the internet and creator economy and 14, 15, 16 year olds making a few million dollars a year. Um, when their parents are still stuck in a nine to five and we're just seeing this crazy, uh, again, just crazy creator economy when everyone can create and everyone is a creator in some capacity. So, um, yeah, it's, it's wild, but it's life. It's never been easier as well. Like I was talking to my parents about this and like, it's never been easier to have a phone. Like everyone's got an iPhone, create videos and post online and make money from it. Like it's, my yeah. parents just don't get it. They're like, why do you do YouTube? And I'm like, because I enjoy it. And, you know, hopefully one day I'll get paid. And da, da, da. But they just don't. I don't know. Like for them, getting a job is like a nine to five, like a normal traditional job. And it's funny that it's just, I think it's just going to be, it'd be interesting to see how the world is in like 15, 20 years. Yeah. And how jobs are changing and how the younger people are then using the internet to their advantage rather than the traditional nine to five jobs and things. The, the creator economy, in a sense, is one of the only secure places, uh, jobs, if mm. you will, on the planet. What is, what's more secure than human creativity? Yeah. N- name one industry that, that will be around in 15 years that is around today outside of anything human subjective creativity. Mm. Anything in engineering, that's AI. Anything in finance, that's AI. Anything in sales and marketing, typically AI. Yeah. There's yeah. not, there's not going to be a lot in 15 years. Um, I, I think like, it's going to be that. Otherwise, like some really manual work, uh, some I don't know, like electricity, being a plumber, like those kind of jobs. You know, like it'd be hard to replace it by robot or stuff like that. But um, they'll, they'll, they'll find a way. They, they they build they build the most advanced technology in the world yeah. by just a bunch of robots. So I'm assuming they'll build a robot that can come into your house and I change, change some plumbing. Um, if they can build supercars of from just robots or supercomputers yeah. in our hands from just robots. So yeah, it's it's a definitely interesting landscape that I'm extremely bullish on from a creator standpoint. But again, everything outside of that is going to be disrupted. Cre- creation is obviously going to be disrupted too, but um, I, I don't know. I think that's why everyone needs to be a creator. Yeah. yeah. At the end of the day, you know. You posted a TikTok 
uh, about a month ago. Uh, I I was looking for it because <laughs> <laughs> um, I, re- I, I when I saw it, I was like, "Damn!" Uh, you say on it when it's a video of you on your laptop, <laughs> and it says, "When you realize you are going to sell the business you started at eighteen for eight figures before you turn twenty-five, <laughs> and you look like holy shit." <laughs> yeah. um, it is insane when you think about it, right? <laughs> yeah, it but, is. But, but do you realize it? Like, how, how does that make <laughs> you feel? Like, it's not even about the money. Uh, I mean, yeah. it's good, but it's not even about, like, seven, eight figures. I, I don't think that matters, in a sense. Um, but it's just such an amazing achievement. It's more like that. Like, it's so amazing. How does that make you feel? Yeah, it's... It's wild because obviously there's a few steps before uh, before an eight-figure exit. There's a seven-figure <laughs> exit before then. So that's that's kind of next steps. But even the step before that, um, I just brought on my first first investor of, of my company. And even just that uh, has been huge for me. And it's one of those, it was one of the first like realization moments that I got of like, I built something that someone else wants to put their own money behind mm. and they want to invest in because they believe in a future um, outside of just myself, but they believe in the future of a company too. And they're not, they're not doing it to just pull short-term profits. Um, they're doing it to help facilitate a, a seven-figure exit at, at the start. And um, when we do that, they get a good return on their investment. So it was one of the first times where... Uh, I guess I got some external validation when it comes to the real business world of like, yo, you can actually have investors back you and like, Mm. here's how this world works. And that's a conversation that I haven't even thought about until, um, the last few, few months as we bring on this kind of first lead investor. So, Mm. um, it's wild and I still haven't taken enough time to process everything going on, but yeah, it's it's like I started just making videos with my iPhone just because a few of my friends did it, and I just took every opportunity I could, and I think it's just a really good testament of like, hey, you don't need to know steps one through ten to start. You just need to know steps one, and that's maybe, it. Maybe two. Nope, <laughs> just one. Just I one. Had, I had no idea what step like one and a half was, um, but I knew like, all right, step one is probably make more videos, and... That's all. That's all I knew. Step two is probably learn how to make a video. Um, that wasn't even step one. Step one is just press record and see what see what comes out. I step love that. Like, I love that. And and that's for, that's really it. And that's just where I'm at right now. Like, do I know the next seven, eight, nine, ten steps of my life? No, but I know the next one to two. Um, and that's really all you can all you can focus on. So. Um, as much as I love thinking like big vision, um, five, 10 years down the road, I don't know what's going to happen in two weeks. So, um, I always try to pull on that kind of the opposites of like, Hey, have crazy visions, have crazy goals, speak that into the universe. Um, but then also just show up every single day. And, um, as long as you're happy at the end of the day, um, then you're, you're doing something right. Yeah. I think it's a balance because you need the vision. You need the the like the kind of long-term plan the big dream to create and to move and 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 to do the thing that you do otherwise you, if you're not driven by something you i don't think you create anything valuable uh, so you need this vision but yeah don't get caught into it and still enjoy today don't get stuck in the future like 
I'm doing that right now and I'll enjoy life in 10 years time or whatever. Uh, it's an interesting balance to find. I love what you said about step one, film. Step two, learn how to film. Love this one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's, it's so true. And I guess like even like going back to your, to your point of like the um, future, like dreaming big is obviously super important. Like staying present is also super important. So um, I don't know where, where I saw it, but I'm definitely not the first person to say it, but it just popped in my head as I was replying to a comment yesterday. Um, and I made a quick video about it, but like, if you relate life, like planting a tree and, uh, what's the first step to plant a tree? Okay. It's to probably plant a seed. And that's, that's the first thing. Your goal is to grow the seed into a nice, big, healthy tree. But if you neglect the day-to-day watering of that seed, that tree is never going to, to come to fruition. So even though your goals and dreams might be, Hey, become the tree, <laughs> uh, have the tree grow to be big and strong and a tree, uh, from a seed, if you just neglect that, that day-to-day presence of watering that one individual seed every single day, nothing's going to grow. So that really helped me put things in perspective. It was kind of the first time I thought about it from that analogy standpoint. And again, I'm not the first person to, to say that, but that just popped in my head. So I wanted to share that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. And, and also to, to keep going into this metaphor, the environment that you live in also is super important mm. if you want to become the biggest tree. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's on your own there's so much you can do but you, you need the right circle the right support system around you to become the biggest tree <laughs> i like that so. i like that <laughs> i i didn't think about the environment part but it makes to- so much sense <laughs> yeah there's so much you can do on your own at the end of the day yeah so you can have the biggest dream that you want, but you'll get stuck eventually. <laughs> so yep, yeah. Wisdom. I can't wait to record part three and four and six <laughs> and I don't know how many years this podcast is gonna last, but man, it's it's so amazing to follow your journey like that. Uh, I mean, I I still remember the day I met you and <laughs> and you know like to see the the, the change is is just so cool. Honestly, I yeah, really congratulations for everything that you do and. And also, congratulations to stay yourself, you know, to to keep, to stay like Sam, like the, <laughs> the, the Sam that is still a 21 years old, that loves to go snowboarding, you know, and that is not, I don't know, you know, growing a big ass ego and, and everything, like you're still being yourself and, and, and that's super important, obviously. So I appreciate don't that. Don't change that. <laughs> No, I love you guys. And it's, again, I vividly remember the first time time we met as well. Um, so it's crazy. Life is crazy. But just as long as you just be yourself, not even just stay yourself, because yourself is supposed to change time and time and time again. Um, but just be true to yourself at the end of the day. And then that's all you can do. That's all you can do. Nothing one, else one you can do besides stay yourself. Yeah. <laughs> one of the first conversation, I mean, the first conversation that we had, um, when we met, you told me that you wanted to kind of disrupt the education system and maybe create your own college or anything. Is that something still in the back of your mind or yeah. you done from now? Yeah. No, I definitely want to like build my own university education platform. Yeah. I don't exactly know what it'll, it'll look like, um, from a detailed standpoint, but education is still something I'm incredibly passionate about. Um, and it definitely needs some, some disrupting. So it's definitely still, uh, still on my mind. Um, 
it's just not within my next two steps. Yeah. yeah. Maybe it's three or four, but <laughs> right now I can only see step one and two. <laughs> yeah, one step at a time. Yep. Yeah, but it's still in the back of your mind, yeah. That, that's going to be interesting. Uh, there's so many things that... So many things need to be dis- disrupted in, in this field. Uh, and things are moving, but still slowly. It'd be yeah. interesting to see in a decade how how people are learning because like like you like like was saying before it's never been easier to have a business but also it's never been easier to learn anything um and i mean you you you, you've proved that and rosie did as well and you know like you don't need to go to photography or video videography school to become a photographer or videographer uh like none of you ever learned nine school and you're both you know living from it so that's you know um and that's true for so many things like you 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 both are big on the youtube university <laughs> uh, yeah. you, you both love youtube i know it like more than i do personally <laughs> and um yeah like you can learn so much things and it'd be interesting to see how how things are gonna change in the next decade in, in terms of that because yeah you don't need this fucking degree anymore it doesn't it means bo- it means nothing anymore yep yep mm. couldn't agree more <laughs> yeah Sam, thank you so much uh, for taking the time again to record. I can't wait to see what the next 12 months uh, are going to be. Yeah, what are you going to be doing? Uh, I'm sure you're going to come up with something amazing once again. <laughs> and and even if you don't, you're just going to love life and it's going to be amazing anyway. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm really glad that we met and and yeah. I can't wait to see whatever you're going to be doing. Well, I appreciate that. And <laughs> super grateful for, for you guys. And thanks for having me on again. And again, keep, you guys keep up the great work. You guys have been crushing it. I've been, I've been watching. So, um, again, super grateful for, for both of you. And, um, again, I'm down to do these every year until, <laughs> until we can't do it anymore. So yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm, excited. I'm excited. Where can people find you, Sam, if they either want to get in contact with you for personal reasons or for video editing services? What's the best way to contact you? Yes. Uh, so I'm on all socials. I'm just Sam Lister, L-A-S-T-E-R, at Sam X Lister on Instagram. Uh, or if you just type in Sam.video in any URL, uh, that's my personal website. And you can just go there and that's, that's all all my stuff that you can find. So <laughs> business, personal, social. So just sam.video on, online. And maybe what's Thank the name so of your editing company? My editing company is blankslatemedia.com, but just type in sam.video and then that will pop up as well. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much, Sam, for recording again. And I look forward to speaking to you next year. Yes, yeah. we'll, we'll speak before then, but I'm well, excited yeah. for the podcast. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for tuning in once again, and we'll see you next week. Bye.